Okay, um, I'm going to apologize. I have to get up in a little bit because my mom made some soup and rice out of what we had left over of chicken that she brought a, bot a couple days ago. So I do apologize if I do that. You know, kind of keep it silent a little bit and you may hear another voice in the background. Uh, but I wanted to come on here and, you know, just give you uh, my overall thoughts as well as Basically, um, as I try to clip this, I do apologize. Uh, but basically, give you my overall thoughts on this year's college bowl season. Apparently, this is uh, th today. Basically, was uh, this morning was the announcement of the college football playoff games, as well as the New Year's Day six games. But also throughout the day, there were announcements of bowl bowl games being, you know, finalized. And, um, of course, they have uh, Bowl Mania. ESPN's going to have the College Bowl Mania uh, next Sunday. Uh, in a few hours on ESPN, they're going to have Championship Drive. Uh, I think ESPN2 or ESPNU. I can't I gotta look again. Well, no, it's going to be ESPN2 or, or just ESPN, period. One of them is going to have it. And they're obviously going to go over um, the announcements today, and some of them were kind of surprising because you would think, well, wait a minute, this team lost the conference championship. How did they get in? And I think it's mainly due to a technicality. The technicality being that the teams that would have probably been a lock to be in those games uh, lost their games, lost their conference games. So instead of you know, instead of, um, you know, USC being in there, instead, TCU lucked out, even in their defeat, and got in. So, <coughs> so, yeah. You know, they got, they got in, obviously. And, uh, what you're looking at here is from NCAA.com. These are the college football game schedules and everything, the TV channels. This is all official. Now, you might say, could it change? Yes, it could. It could change. Uh, but as of right now, it is official. Most of these. These are mostly all official. And um, hopefully you guys will enjoy this as I go through this and all that, but yes, this is all mainly uh, official as I go live again, <coughs> excuse me, but mainly as I go live again, so yeah, here is, here is the schedule, and it all starts basically a week from this Friday, a week from this Friday, and what's interesting about the College Bowl schedule as of late over the past several years is you get a few games on the first day, which again will be a Friday, which is initially the start for a lot of businesses and schools, the start of uh, Christmas uh, winter vacation, if you will. So the timing obviously works out, especially you know the uh, you know when some of these come on, and then of course you have ESPN on demand. So well, not just ESPN on demand, but you have the ESPN you know network streaming network streaming service that you can watch the games if you can't watch them at home. 
But yeah, this is all the games. This is all the games that are scheduled. And I'll say this when I look through this, and, that, and you know, I'm looking through it again, sharing it with you guys. When I look through this, honestly, I, I have to say that this is probably the most stacked. Uh, the most stacked and the most, I guess you could say, uh, most intriguing and probably potentially one of the more viewed bowl seasons we're going to have. Because there's a lot of teams that got in and the matchups are pretty good. So yeah, to me it's going to be one of the more in. It's going to be more. It's going to be one of the more intriguing. It's one of the more stacked. You know, so. So yeah, it's going to be really interesting. And as far as the playoffs go, we are guaranteed basically either a Big Ten rematch between Ohio State and Michigan. Which, despite how you might feel, you know, you can't say that Ohio State's not going to want. To, it's not going to be motivated to want to get you know, another shot at Michigan after what happened in that finale. You know, in that rivalry game. You can't tell me they wouldn't be motivated. And it wouldn't be the first time, of course, where two teams in the same conference would meet. But also you have the potential of Ohio State, TCU, Georgia, TCU, you know, Michigan, you know, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, Ohio State, TCU, you know, Georgia, TCU, you know, Georgia, Michigan, you know, and so on. Again, the only one that's kind of like conference tie, basically it could result in a conference rematch, you know, would be Ohio State and Michigan. And I already know there are some people probably looking at these schedules and they're like, well, it's obvious that Georgia's going to get screwed. People pretty much feel, well, they're going to pro- I, I don't trust the officials in that Georgia-Ohio State game because I think what they're going to do is favor Ohio State so they can get that rematch with Michigan. Look, there's, there's no denying that, you know, when you have, you know, a potential op- opportunity, you know, between to see a rematch between very notable teams in schools, you know, outside of the two that you have, that, yeah, there's going to be, you know, conspiracy theories and speculation theories on how the outcome's going to be. I mean, yes, if you do see some controversial calls happening in either one of those games that favor Michigan, that favor Ohio State, then, yeah, you can pretty much say this doesn't seem right. And what's going to happen is it's going to downgrade those games, and it's going to make that national championship be less important and, excuse me, be less viewed if they go that route. But hopefully they don't. Hopefully they don't. I mean, when Georgia, you know, as you see here on the screen, went on to face Alabama in the national championship, yeah, it was a rematch in from the SEC championship, I think. But still, it's, but still basically... Um, a lot of people have ne- a lot of people never talked down about how these teams got there. They basically said they got there fair and square. But now the tables have turned. We're either going to get an SEC Big 12 matchup, you know, an SEC Big 10 matchup, you know, a Big 10 Big 12, or pretty much Big 10 rematch. And again, hopefully, 
if we do get that Big Ten rematch, there will not be any controversy in either one of those matchups between Michigan TCU and Georgia Ohio State that causes, you know, you know, causes a disinterest in the national championship. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully. Uh, but we'll have to see what they do. But we'll get to that, we'll get to that point, to that game in a moment. Right now, let's go over some of these games here. Because one of the things I was talking about a lot in my videos is, you know, projections. There was always projections. People, you know, from CBS Sports, from ESPN, from Yahoo, from 247.com, 247sports.com, I should say. Everybody was making projections of, oh, this team's going to go here, that team's going to go there. And some of them were right about certain teams going to certain bowl games, but they weren't right about the matchups. I think the matchups is what threw them off. So anyway, with that said, and I do apologize for the load there. I do not know why it is loading. It's probably doing um, an update or something. I do apologize. <coughs> Excuse me there. But with that said, let's talk about the first two games lined up for a week from Friday, which is December 16th. We have the Bahamas Bowl in uh uh, in Thomas A. Robinson National Stadium in the Bahamas is my Army of Ohio and UAB. And obviously people might look at this as, oh, it's a nothing bowl and everything, because when you look at the time frame here, 11.30 Eastern, that is 8.30 Pacific, my time. You know, that is basically when I'm getting myself in the shower, depending on my schedule, getting myself ready and getting ready to go out, out to... Uh, uh, catch the bus for work. Uh, but anyway, anyway though, the uh, bowl games that are lined up for that day, the first one at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, like I said, it's the Bahamas Bowl, Miami of Ohio, and UAB. Um, that is a matchup, I think, of who, you know, what is it, what is it, UAB's in the Conference USA, I think. I think UAB is Conference USA. Let me let me look here, and I do apologize uh, for any lag, just in case. Let's see, what are they? They are. Conference USA. Yeah, so you got basically the MAC and Conference USA here. This might be a good, might be a good opener for the entire bowl season. Um, you know, I'm not going to make any predictions, but I'm going to say that this bowl game here, one of these two is going to set the tone, in my opinion. So these two games here are going to set the tone. So if you're into the bowl mania deal, if you're into the bowl games, that one starts it off. You know, Conference USA and the MAC. Then we have Troy and UTSA. UTSA, Texas San Antonio, I think it's Conference USA. Troy, I believe, is Sunbelt. And um, that, to, to me, um, <coughs> excuse me, you know, that to me, um, it might be interesting, 
uh, in its own yeah they are the Sun Belt right they are Sun Belt Conference uh, that to me again you know along with UTSA who's the conference USA champions I think Guys, they're the Conference USA champions, and they're set to move to the All-American as not All-American, but they're set to move to the American Athletic Conference next year. So, but obviously, they went out uh, with a bang, um, winning uh, the conference championship this year. I think. Yeah, I think they. I think they did win the conference championship. I think they did. I think they, yeah, I think they did. Let's see here. Tennessee. Here we go. Yeah, U UTSA. So basically, they went out with a bang. They went out with a bang and everything. So UTSA and Troy in the Cure Bowl. To me, like I said, this game along with this game, you know, Miami, Ohio, UAB, Bahamas, and Cure Bowl, they have to set the table, in my opinion. They are basically looked at as the opening match in a wrestling contest, whether it's cruiserweights, X Division, whatever. You know, to where that match, you know, always sets the tone for everything else coming afterwards. So they got to set the tone. They got to set the tone. So, you know, so to me, intriguing matches, they got to set the tone. Then we have Saturday. And again, this is why. Uh, mentioned earlier basically the fact that um, basically the fact that you know the schedule as of late over the past several years um, has kind of worked out in a way to where you do like the first game or two the first first game or two you know on a Friday and then the next day you have basically a college football day where you could be like okay now we could just go Game for game for game for game for game, you know, basically you can go back to back to back to back to back to back with a lot of games, and you know that's what you're seeing here with ESPN, ABC, ESPN, ABC, you know, and all that. So you basically on the second day you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven bowl games, which is pretty cool. So the first one would be Cincinnati and Louisville in the Fenway Bowl. This bowl game is finally going to happen after years of being canceled and everything due to COVID and other reasons. So this is finally going to happen. These two schools are pretty good and can't wait to see how they continue. Hopefully the momentum that the first two bowl games and the first full school, four schools involved 
in those games set on Friday. I can't, you know, can't wait to see or hear about, you know, how this kind of sets that, you know, continues that momentum. Then we have the Celebration Bowl, which again, it, this is a traditional, this is a bowl game that, you know, highlights, you know, the black colleges, which I really enjoy because it definitely shows that, you know, these colleges, these universities, you know, are just as important as the main ones as well. So we got the Celebration Bowl. This ought to be, you know, a real treat, especially if you, especially if it's a main tradition for you on, um, on a, on a, on the first Saturday of winter vacation and everything. So that's going to be a nice game, and it will be on ABC. So everybody, to me, in my honest opinion, should, you know, give it an opportunity, should really check it out. Then the next one we have is the New Mexico Bowl, SMU, BYU. BYU was actually talked about to face somebody else, but again, that was a rejection. And I'll be right back. Yeah.
Alright, sorry about that guys, I had to get some dinner and everything. But yeah, like I said, um, SMU, I mean, BYU was slated to um, be, you know, against somebody else, but again, that was just projections and everything, but this had to be interesting, you know, two schools, you know, one that's on the verge of going into the Big 12, which is BYU, so that projection people were making was would have been kind of nice to kind of give us a preview. <laughs> would have been nice to give us a preview but this ought to be a good game it's New Mexico Bowl and uh, SMU being in it I think will draw a good crowd BYU being from Utah I think it's just above Mexico a bit so they could get a good crowd too you'll probably get a decent crowd on you know for that you know in it um, University Stadium then we get the L.A. Bowl, which is Washington State, Fresno State, uh, at SoFi. And uh, to me, this ought to be good. I know there's going to be a lot of folks um, around here in the uh, Central Valley that's going to be, you know, coming to my job maybe and buying up stuff just for that game. You know do apologize I'm eating the soup right now like I said there's gonna be a lot of Fresno State Bulldog fans here in this area they're gonna probably come to my job come to um, you know um, come to Walmart and all that but mostly my job because in Turok and I think that's a little closer to Fresno than I'm going to want to buy up stuff for the game um and i can tell you this there's gonna be a lot of fresno fans that will go down there because you know believe it or not fresno's not as far of a drive as um as it is from newman to there or patterson from there you know to inglewood at los angeles so fresno's definitely gonna have a lot of red involved i'm not saying washington won't either but it's gonna be more bulldog country than anything and it'll be a good game I think Washington and Fresno State are going to really surprise a lot of people with this game. Then we have the Lending Tree Bowl, which is Rice and Southern Miss. Um, I, I think this might be one of those games that, unfortunately, is going to get tuned out a little bit. You know, people will know it's on and they'll just have it in the background while maybe they're visiting. Because, again, this is the start of Christmas winter vacation. And, you know, a lot of people might already be in, um, at the, at their homes at the relative's house for the holidays because, you know, families do spend, you know, weeks, if not a month there and into the new year with the families. So this will probably be one of those games during a gathering on the 17th that will get played in the background, you know, and get, probably get looked at once in a while. And then the club, and then the game after that on ABC will be the, uh, Las Vegas Bowl, Oregon State, and Florida. Uh, I think this will be a good game, too. Uh, again, I'm not going to put it in the same category as the Lending Tree Bowl game. I think that because this is Las Vegas, it will have some uh, eyes on it and everything. So I'm definitely going to say that this will be one of the more watched games going from starting 4.30 p.m. Pacific. This will be one of the more watched games on Saturday. 
And then to round it out, they have the Frisco Bowl, which is at 615 Pacific, Boise State, North Texas. This is mainly going to be a home game for North Texas, let's be honest. Uh, even though it might, it's in a neutral location, it's still going to be a home game for them. But they're going to have the work cut out for them going up against uh, Boise State here. So it's going to be real fun. Then we start getting into the scheduling of the bowl, of the bowl season to where you get like one or two games a, a day until you get to like, you know, the end the ending and all that. Excuse me. Just eating some soup here. I do apologize. But yeah, you know, we start getting into schedule. Even though it's the first full week of vacation, we start getting into that schedule to where you get just like one or two bowl games a day. And on the 19th, we get the Myrtle Beach Bowl. That'll be Marshall and Yukon. That's going to be in South Carolina. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to have a lot of Husky fans there because this is the first bowl game in almost a decade as far as I know. Or half a decade, if you will. So you can't tell me that the Husky fans are not going to want to be there to support the team, and they're going to outnumber Marshall. Now Marshall, you know, in the front of Virginia area, they will have fans too, but I think it's mostly going to be like a UConn home game, you know, in uh, South Carolina for the Mobile Beach Bowl. Then we have uh, the... Famous Idaho Potato Bowl. This is on Tuesday. We get two games this day. We have Eastern Michigan and San Jose State. Some people projected San Jose State to go to Hawaii. That did not happen. Instead, they will go and be in the freezing cold in, uh, in Idaho at Appleton Stadium in Boise. And that's one thing I've always wanted to touch upon, touch upon a little bit. You know, I don't know what happened. I don't know if maybe budgetly they can't do it anymore. But they used to change up the, the field to where... Basically, excuse me. You know where, basically, you had the team's names on each of the end zones. You know, you have, you would have put in this instance San Jose State and Michigan on the opposing end zones. Instead, you've always had over the past I don't know how many years just Boise State and then Broncos and then the <laughs> Boise State logo in the middle. Um, uh, as well. Now, sometimes they would take the logo out at least and put famous Ohio Idaho Bowl, but then they would keep the end zone end zones as are. So I don't know why they decided not to do that. Again, I don't know if it's a budget thing, but hopefully they do change it. Hopefully, maybe this might be the year they change it because I can tell you, honestly, when you put a little effort into uh, the bowl games, not just you know as a, you know not just with the teams involved, but the grounds crew. And the people in charge, you know, financially, when you put a little bit more effort in there, and you, at least you give it like you try to give it somewhat of a big time feel of a big time feel of importance, you know, you're gonna get more people's eyes on the product. And if you just make it look like oh, it's just two teams from other schools playing on uh, somebody else's home field because, you know, oh, the bowl game's supposed to be here, but we're just too lazy to change things. 
yeah, it you know the bowl game, you know the bowl game still has importance, but still it's like, you know, you're just making it feel like it's just you know another game being played by these two schools, but they're being played there because one school's you know site is uh, being worked on or something like that, or weather-related issues. Which could be a, a fact as well. I mean, give credit where credit is due. I know they have a lot more money, but the NFL at least put the effort in to turn Ford Field into a home a home stadium for Buffalo when they had to play there as you know for a home game uh, this year. At least they put effort. You know, do the same thing. That's all I'm saying. Just that's all I'm asking. Just do the same thing. I mean. There's even high school games when it comes to playoffs that put a lot more effort too. Like especially for a state championship or something like that and it gets played like let's say on a junior college field or even a major college field at least the grounds crew and the university and all that and the schools involved put effort into maybe not only putting you know the logo of what the game is in the middle but also putting the schools' names in the end zones. So hopefully they can change that up this year with the Idaho Bowl. Uh, but, yeah, you know, Eastern Michigan, San Jose State. I will say this is one of the bowl games I hope to watch, depending on my schedule. Excuse me, depending on my schedule. Because, or even get a chance to watch the replay of. Because I have, I have had family, believe it or not, graduate of San Jose State, they graduated from San Jose State, so, you know, you know, I'm always going to support family in that in that way, so, this, and I think I've had relatives also attend that too, so, there's no doubt I'm a San Jose State supporter, and um, I do hope they win, because they've had a lot of momentum, and hopefully this will be like a stepping stone for them to get acknowledged and noticed by you know, potential other conferences to, you know, probably make a move in the future. Uh, the same day, we have the Boca Raton Bowl, the Boca, the Boca Raton, Raton Bowl, Liberty and D- Toledo. A little bit of a far cry from what Liberty did last year, but hey, you know, they're still a team that independent-wise, they get better. They can make a run for, you know, maybe the playoffs or something like that. You never know. Uh, Toledo, you know, good school and everything. I think this will be, you know, a sleeper hit right here. So the Boca Ratten Bowl, I think, will be a sleeper, you know. But also will not only be a sleeper, but it will also be in that same category as the Lending Tree Bowl, where, yeah, people will watch it, but it will be in the background a little bit. And when they do watch it is when it really starts to pick up and get people's attention, in my opinion. Excuse me. Excuse me there. Alright, so Wednesday on the 21st, we only get one game. It's New Orleans Bowl, South Alabama, Western Kentucky. This is South Alabama's, I think, the first bowl game this year or ever. I'm not really sure. So, um, yeah, this ought to be uh, interesting. I think South Alabama is the Sun Belt, I think. I think Western Kentucky is... Conference USA. Yeah, Conference USA. And then I think the Sun Belt. 
conference. Let's look at football here. The Sun Belt Conference consists of yeah, South Alabama South Alabama is in there. That's pretty cool. What's this, and I want to say this too, what's interesting is you had Marshall move back there, so that was weird. Uh, but yeah, you know, South Alabama is in that conference, so it's pretty cool. And they are going up against Western Kentucky of Conference USA. It ought to be a good game. Um, the location, you know, being New Orleans, that's close to Alabama, so you'll probably get more uh, South Alabama fans than... Um, you know, Western Kentucky fans, I mean, they're kind of in the same vicinity. Kentucky, Louisville, Louisville, Alabama, you know, or not Louisville, but Kentucky, Louisiana, Louisiana, Alabama. So you're going to probably have a mixture. You're going to probably have a, a mixture and all that. You know, they're known as the uh, Jaguars, so that would be a good game, in my opinion. I think it's going to be another sleeper hit. And it might be one of those games that you do watch, but it's going to be kind of playing in the background, like maybe you are on your computer like I am, and you just have it on in the background to pay attention to. Or if you go out and you want to leave your um, you want to leave your uh, television on and you're going out for just a bit, maybe to the store, it's one of those games you could put on and, you know, people hear it, you know, people who come up to the house here and be like, oh, crap, you know, there's nothing we could do here. And they, you know, and that's it. Or there's somebody there, but you are not answering. You know, you get the idea. So, yeah, I'd be another sleeper hit, but be one of those sleeper hits that you don't just play in the background, but you kind of like keep on or put on maybe in case you go out for a bit to, to take care of something or something, whatever. Okay, so then... then December 22nd, we have the Armed Forces Bowl, Baylor and Air Force. Um, I think this will be a good game. Uh, Baylor, obviously located in Waco, Texas, is going to have a lot of fans. It will be like a home game for them. Air Force always always uh, proves themselves every time they get in to the bowl season. Um, so I'm looking at the fact that Baylor and Air Force will be you know, um, a good game, in my opinion. It'll be a good, a really good game. And, yeah, they're part of the Mountain West. So, I'm going to say it's a good, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say it's going to be a good game this year. And I think this might be, because it's armed forces, you know, military and stuff, it probably will be one of the more viewed things on Thursday night. Because I don't know what they're going to have special-wise and everything across the networks and cable channels. So I think Armed Forces Bowl is probably going to get a lot of viewership. And then we have Friday, December 23rd, which is two days before Christmas. We have Wake F the we have the Gasparilla Bowl, Gasparilla Bowl, easy for me to say, Gasparilla Bowl, Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, in Tampa Bay, it's Wake Forest in Missouri. Now, Missouri's an interesting uh, tidbit here because there was discussion that they wanted to do a Missouri-Kansas bowl game. Hold on for a sec. 
Good. Eating some soup here. Sorry about that. But like I said, there was talk of Missouri. Oh, sorry, my finger hit the mic there. I do apologize. I do apologize. Make sure it's all right and everything. Okay. But like I said, there was talk of, you know, Kansas facing Missouri in a bowl game. Possibly either the, um, I think what was it going to be? The, what's it going to be the Armed Forces Bowl? I don't, I don't think it was going to be. Well, it might have been. I don't know if to look. Either the Armed Forces Bowl or the Liberty Bowl. Oh, no, first responders, what they were saying. So there was talk of Kansas facing Missouri either in the first responders bowl or the Liberty Bowl. And apparently reports were that Missouri didn't want to have nothing to do with it. They didn't want to play them um, at all to give us kind of a sneak peek of what's to come in the next few years because apparently the news is that the Sunflower, not the Sunflower Showdown, but the, what was it, what was the name again? The Border War or something? Hold on. Oh, for a second, guys. Let me, let me check something. The border war, right. So, so basically there is word, excuse me, there is a word going around uh, for a while that these two teams are going to eventually meet once again, not just in football, but elsewhere, basketball, basketball and all that, um, you know, down the road. And what's gotten a lot of people kind of ticked off a little bit was, you know, Missouri denied us, depending on what you believe, Missouri denied us, you know, of a kind of a rematch of the border showdown, the you know, the border war, if you will, uh, between these two schools. They denied us a sneak peek of that in one of the bowl games. So, yeah, Missouri basically, yeah, they got bowl eligible in the last few weeks. But, you know, for them to kind of say, nah, we don't want to do this, you know, I can understand that maybe they want to wait till they actually do the game itself in the regular season because it might have more, uh, from what I understand, more potential, more um, more of an after effect. But still, it's like, come on, Missouri. You know, you can't tell me that your, pl- your, ke- your teams, you can't tell me that your teams... Or not, not just your team, but your players wouldn't have wanted to kind of give themselves who's still going to be there when this gets reignited in, I think they say right here, 2025. You can't tell me that, you know, people, you know, your players who will still be there by then, probably juniors or seniors, I think, at that time. You can't tell me that either side did not want to see, you know, kind of get to know each other at that time. But, yeah, that's not going to happen. But apparently it will happen 
2025, 2026, 31, and 32. So, yeah, that's going to happen. But, yeah, they're going to be taking on Wake Forest of the ACC. And it's going to be the Gas Parlea Bowl. And it might it probably be good. Now, they don't have no times for these yet. They do know the games are going to happen. They just don't have the times set yet. But I guarantee if this is like up there right now, and I'm going to kind of refresh this a little bit, maybe, and maybe see if I can get some time here. But I do guarantee that, you know, if, you know, um, you know, these games, you know, stay the way they are, you know, a position I should say the way they are, then this will be a day game and this will be a night game. So, oh yeah, the thing's loading. I don't know why it likes to load and do that, so I do apologize. But yeah, Wake Forest and Missouri, it'll be a good game and everything, even though, again, people will criticize Missouri, but I don't think it's the player's fault. I think it's more of the Athletic Commission's fault there. Um, at Columbia, Missouri, that denied it to happen. So Wake Forest, Missouri, it'd be a good game. There's no doubt about it. I think it'll be good. It'll be one of those games that, you know, if you have your phone and everything, and you have the ESPN app on that, you can watch. Maybe to buy the time where you're doing some last-minute traveling, uh, to go do some last-minute shopping, or you're just traveling on that day. I don't know why you'd be traveling two days before Christmas or the day before Christmas Eve and try to keep yourself entertained or, or something like that, especially if you're the passenger or whatever. Or it might be a game you put on the radio and listen to. Alright, so the f game that's later that day, which I'm assuming is going to be, we have Houston and Louisiana in the Independence Bowl. Louisiana, I think is part of the Sun Belt. I believe they are. I believe they are part of the Sun Belt. I think they are. Hold on for a sec. I think they are. Here we go. Whoops. Wrong thing. <laughs> um, yeah, the Louisiana of, at Lafayette, Louisiana, Monroe, it just says Louisiana. So, I don't know which one that is. Um, I, I could say... Trying to say, um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking, like I said, it's got to be. Um, I gotta say, it's you know. Oh, here we go. This will this will show me. Let's see who else is in here? I think either the. Oh no, they're not in here. Oh, I think I know where they are. No, they're not there either.
Oh, here we go. Yeah, Louisiana. This is the Raging Cajuns, which I'm assuming, which I am assuming the Raging Cajuns are the ones, you know, are the ones going, I think. Yeah, I think they are the ones going. Hold on for a sec. Yeah, Raging Cajuns. They're the ones going. They would take on Houston from the AAC, the American Athletic Conference, in the Independence Bowl. That ought to be a good game. Again, I look at that one as well along the side, in the same way I see the Lending Tree Bowl. Like, you'll have it on in the background, but you know, and you'll also kind of pay attention to it a little bit, but mostly in the background and everything. Well, like I said, you're either um, visiting, if you're visiting family at that time, or you'll have it on on the radio a little bit to listen to something while you travel to your relatives or you travel to do last minute shopping or you just want to watch something if you're a passenger while you're tra traveling for last minute shopping or traveling to see your family. But yeah, that ought to be a good game but I do see it in that position of it'll be, you know, people will see it but it'll be a background kind of thing. Then we get to Hawaii Bowl, Middle Tennessee State and San Diego State. It ought to be good. What's interesting, it'll be the first and only bowl game, or at least maybe the first of two Hawaii Bowl games, uh, to be at what's known as the Complex, because the Aloha Stadium's been shut down, and we're going to get a new stadium eventually for the Rainbow Warriors uh, down the line. When that's going to be, I think it's supposed to happen within the next several years, but the Complex, which is very smaller, um, way smaller, and I do apologize for any lag, guys, I do apologize for that. Um, don't mean for that to happen. But, like I said, um, like I said, it is, um, a lot smaller. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of reminiscing, but on a smaller scale, just slightly smaller scale, as the, you know, uh, stadium that the Chargers played in before they got into SoFi along with the Rams. Kind of along that, those lines. So, yeah, both teams are going uh, in there, and it should be a good game. It should be a good game. I think it's going to be one of those games. It's the only game, actually, on Christmas Eve, and I think it'll be one of the only, and obviously, as you can tell by the time, it's and I do apologize for that. Hold on for a sec. I apologize for that. Like I said, my sister calling. She calls almost every other day to talk to my mom and stuff. So, that. And again, I do apologize for any lag here, guys. I don't know why it's saying that. It should be receiving some. So, it'll work itself out. But like I said, um, the complex is a, basically slightly smaller than, you know, what um, San Diego played in for a while. 
you know, well, not a full while, for at least I think a year or two. Excuse me, I'm eating more soup here. But like I said, like I said, uh, it's uh, basically, like I mentioned, you know, slightly smaller, but, you know, it, it's, you know, it's, it is feasible, in my opinion, feasible for them to play football and other stuff on it. So, uh, and again, this might be a game that, as I get off the court here for a second, that, um, that basically will be, because this will be December 24th. By then, everybody should be done shopping. Everybody should be wrapping the presents. Everybody should already have the presents under the tree. Everybody should be, you know, visiting with family, whatever. And this will be something that, you know, it's always tradition to have like a football game on or to watch a football You know, uh, basically, this is one of those games that's tradition on Christmas, Christmas Eve, to have at least a bowl game on, a football game on, and this will be one that will be playing in the background, on, especially into the evening. So, that's what I see happening. I see this being one of those games, again, just like the Lending Tree Bowl and a few others I've mentioned, that people will watch, but it'll be kept in the background, you know, be, you know, just because. You know, just because it's a football game and it's on, you need something to probably keep people's football fans, you know, husbands, you know, boyfriends, the guys, if you will, and some of the gals, uh, attention on in case they don't, they don't want to be bothered by the yippity, 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 And I say that with all due respect, no offense. So that'll be where that game's at. And then the day after Christmas, we have Bowling Green in New Mexico State. In the Quick Lane Bowl, there was talk about exactly who would get in there because um, one of the tie-in conferences obviously didn't have enough bowl-eligible teams, or if they did, they superseded that selection. So, so obviously they had to get somebody in North Me New Mexico State and Independent. You know, they're an independent, so let's see where they are. That what? They are 6-6, six and six, so they just got in. They just got in. They Because there was talk, basically, that they might consider a 5-7 and seven team or something. But New Mexico State got in. Now, they could change that. Here's, this, here's what's interesting. They could change that if Army wins uh, the match with Navy. You know what I'm saying? They could change that and say, okay, Army's going to take your place. You know, so... So that could happen. Or, well, Navy won't jump them. So, again, it could change. It could change, not saying it will, but it could potentially change to where, um, you know, like I said, if... Army beats Navy, uh, I guess you could say, soundly, basically dominates them, then I could probably see the Quick Lane Bowl going like, or the Quick Lane Bowl committee going like, hmm, Army sounds like a better option, hmm. So, 
that could happen, but I'm not saying it will. I would put, but if you want to, because I know there are some people that think that way, put an asterisk right there. But yeah, on the day after Christmas, you get Bowling Green in New Mexico State. Should be a good game, uh, depending whether or not, you know, the quick lane bowl sticks with the Aggies. Then here we go. First, respond to bowl on the 27th. You get about, I think, you get, whoa, you get four games on the 27th. You get the first respond to bowl, Memphis and Utah State. Everybody thought Kansas was going to end up in this against somebody else. I think they said Memphis or Missouri. Didn't happen. So we got Memphis and Utah State. One is from the All-American Conference. Or the, yeah, the all yeah the all american conf all the american athletic conference and the other is from uh, the mountain west so the aac against the mw and it's again should be a good matchup um i think it's going to be one of those bowl games that is you know playing in the background people will watch it but it'll be in the background you know so i look at it that way but it should be a good matchup the Birmingham Bowl. This is what's interesting, because look at look at who's involved, and you would think, well, we want to sell out, you know, shouldn't have we maybe change things up? Like, look, I, I look at like right here with the Myrtle Beach Bowl. I think it would have been better if you would have moved Marshall and UConn to to the Birmingham Bowl and Coastal Carolina and East Carolina to. Uh, the Myrtle Beach Bowl because you could have had a sellout. But I understand probably why they didn't do that because the Myrtle Beach Bowl is on the home turf of Coastal Carolina. And I don't think they want to deal with basically it being a home game. So, so, um, so yeah, I guess they decided, well, we don't want it to look like a home game. We'll move, you know, Coastal Carolina, East Carolina over to here. But they could have changed. But they, here's my thing. They could have worked with that. They could have said, okay, we're going to sell a certain amount of tickets for Coastal Carolina fans and a certain amount of tickets for East Carolina fans. Even it out. But I guess they didn't want to do that. So, yeah, here we go. Birmingham Bowl, Coastal Carolina, East Carolina. I'm guaranteeing you, uh, I guarantee you, uh, basically... I guarantee you what's going to happen is Birmingham, Alabama, that section of Alabama is going to get turned into Carolina territory. And, you know, and it's, and it's going to be because basically, well, both teams are from Carolina. So it'll be a good game. Again, I think it's going to be one of those games that's going to be played in the background. People are going to tune it on, you know, for a football enthusiast in the family. But it's going to be tuned on. It'll be in the background. It might even be one of those games that if you decide to go out out and shop and maybe get some last-minute New Year's stuff, you know, so... So, um, so yeah, it's going to be... Again, I place it in that section, if you will. I place it in that section of being one of those games that you could put on, but it'll be on in the background. Maybe you put it on, you know, when you go out to do something quickly... And it makes people think somebody is home. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's why I look at that game there, and I also kind of see the same thing with the Camilla Bowl, Buffalo and Georgia Southern. 
Mac and I think Sunbelt, I believe, in Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, again, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm not denying it. But I think basically it's going to be one of those games that's going to be in the background to where, let's say, you you know, you let's say you are the only one at home because others are out shopping or maybe they do have to work or something. That you just walk in, you put it on, have something on in the background, and that's it. And then you'll just check in on it once in a while, if you will. So I could see it being like that. I could see it being like that. Hold on for a sec. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Good thing I have a plate under my bowl here. Hold on for a sec, guys. All right. So, again, I think it's going to be one of those kind of games, especially in the afternoon, early morning. It'll be on, but it'll be in, like in the background. Like if you're doing stuff, you'll at least have something to play in the background. Then we have the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. It'll be Oklahoma State and Wisconsin. This will be a good game. I'm not going to say it's not. Because Oklahoma State and Wisconsin are two good teams. Wisconsin, not where they should be. Oklahoma State was there, but then when they lost to Kansas, I think they just, the air got taken out of them. So the, these two schools are going to want to have, want to prove that, you know, this was a down, that this, basically, these two schools, because Oklahoma State last year was in. Oklahoma State, I think, was in a New Year's Day Six Bowl game last year, right? So I think they're going to want to take the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, and it's the same as Wisconsin. They're going to want, both teams are going to want to use this as a proving point to the world that this was an off year, and next year will be the year that they establish that they are who they always have been. All right. So next day on December twenty eighth, we have the Military Bowl, Duke and UCF. Central Florida. This, again, like the Armed Forces Bowl, will be one of the more watched games because, of course, military. And uh, I think these two teams are going to use it, just like I said with Oklahoma and Wisconsin, as a, not only as a way to honor our troops and everything, but also they're going to use it as a way to establish the fact that, hey, this was an off year for us. Next year will be our year. And it's ACC against AAC. So there you go. Then, excuse me, then we have the Liberty Bowl, Arkansas and Kansas. That's right. Uh, the Razorbacks and the Jayhawks. SEC, Big 12. Again, a lot of people thought Kansas was going to get either the Guaranteed Rate Bowl or the First Responder Bowl to where they would face Missouri in either one. That did not happen. Some thought they were going to face somebody else, but surprise, surprise, they are facing Arkansas. And I think this will be a good game. I really do. You know, someone that lived in the Midwest for a while, uh, lived in Lawrence, Kansas, you know, and actually visited, attended a, a few uh, Jayhawk games, if you will. Uh, this, to me, is, you know, um, uh, this is definitely going to be a game I'm going to DVR and record. I'm not denying that. I'm going to DVR it, and if I can record it, I will record it onto DVD, because this is the first time Kansas has been in bowl game since, God, since I moved back out here. Yeah, now that's the last time because I moved out here in 2007. This 
last year being, I mean, last month being, oh my gosh, about 15 years since I've been back. And it's been about, about that time, 15 to 14 years. So Kansas being back in a bowl game, well, not 15, 14, but I think them being back, well, almost basically, almost a decade. I'll put it that way, I think. So them being back in a bowl game is a big deal, and I'm going to definitely be watching this. Can't wait to see it. And I hope they do win. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'll be a little biased here. I hope the Kansas Jayhawks do win this game. And now I'm back to normal here and all that. Sorry for that leg if you got it or something. But definitely going to be cheering on the Jayhawks to win this game against Arkansas. And I think Kansas, honestly, just like I said with the other two games and the schools there, they have to use the same as Arkansas. They have to use the Liberty Bowl as a means to show the world we are legit. You know, our second half of the season may have not gone the way we want, but next year, that's all going to change. So, so next up, we have the Holiday Bowl, which will be on Fox. It'll be from Petco Park in San Diego. Uh, mainly because they don't use Corcoran Stadium anymore. It'll be Oregon and North Carolina. Both teams uh, were in the hunt. North Carolina was in the ACC championship. Didn't win. But they played good enough to where they're going to get into what is considered one of the higher-ranked bowl games in in the vicinity. You know. You know. Um. And uh, what was I saying? It was just <laughs> my mom has my sister on speakerphone. They talk loud, so I do apologize. But yeah, this ought to be a good game. And uh, holiday bowls will look as one of the more elite, more upper echelon mid bowl games out there. Sometimes, you know, historically it's been proven. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying has been, you know, not has been proven. But okay, what was I trying? To, okay, let me rewind. All right, historically it has been proven to be a game to where not only do this, does the school or the schools involved the following season uh, you know, kind of prove themselves to be at a level that they know they can be, but they use, but it's also been determined in past decades to help us crowd national champions. Or at least kind of end controversies of, wait a minute, this school played like they should have been here. So I think that's what both schools are going to do here. They're going to showcase in front of the world on Fox that they are who they are. And they are going to definitely put on a Holiday Bowl classic. I'm going to put it that way. And it will be one of the more watched games. Now something in the background is going to get watched. Then we have the Texas Bowl, Texas Tech and Ole Miss. Um... I think that people will watch this game, but uh, I think this game's going to get overshadowed by the Holiday Bowl. I hate to say that. But Texas Tech's going to have a home crowd, there's no doubt. And Ole Miss, they need to use this as a proving point, in my opinion, to say, hey, we had an off year, next year we'll be back again. So, so that's what I'm looking at. And then on the 29th, we have the Pinstripe Bowl, Minnesota and Syracuse. Uh, this, to me, is going to be a good game. It will be, once again, one of those games that, like I said, is going to be in the background. It's going to be in the background. And uh, people will watch it because of the teams involved. 
but they will go back and forth, you know, kind of pay attention, not watch it, pay attention. And if somebody changes it, they might go to the other room and turn it on there to keep it on to, to kind of see what's going on. And then following that, you have the Cheez-It Bowl, Florida State and Oklahoma. Now, this is a tell, this is a telling thing here because a lot of people had Oklahoma projected to be a little higher than this. And I know the Sooners, they're going to want to use what bowl, whatever bowl game they got into as a proving point that this was not this year was not supposed to happen the way it did and we are going to go and we're going to take whoever we're facing and we're going to rip their heads off and that's what the we're going to rip their heads off take out the to, you know basically take the hearts out of the chest you know and all that and that's what they plan to do to i guarantee to florida state and i say all that with all due respect no offense because i know who the mascot of the florida state you know florida state university is but anyway that's how Oklahoma is going to view them. They're going to they're going to take they're going to look at them being ranked at number thirteen, being in that playoff ranking, and they're going to be like, oh oh heck no, that should have been us. And they are going to want to beat the living you know what out of the out of the Seminoles. And again, I say that with all due respect, no offense. So so yeah, if I'm uh, and I and to me this is going to be one of the more watched bowl games of the year, and it will be good. But I got a feeling there's going to be something that happens in that game, whether it's the third quarter or whatever. But basically, it's going to be between the end of the second and the beginning of the third, where Oklahoma is just going to turn on the Jets and say, adios, Florida State. But it will be a good game up to that point. Next up, we have the Alamo Bowl, which is Washington and Texas. People did project Washington to get into the Rose Bowl until basically Utah State won their match. You know, so, oh, not Utah State, but Utah beat USC. And then I think Kansas State beat TCU. So that kind of flucks things into cuckoo, you know. So now they ended up, as a result, in the Alamo Bowl against Texas. Again, just like I said with Texas Tech being um, in the in the Texas Bowl, it's going to mainly be a home game for Texas. It's going to be a home game for Texas, so... So uh, definitely, definitely going to be one of the more watched games as well. I mean, basically these two right here, they're going to be the more watched games on this day, if not the entire Bowl Mania season. So definitely keep an eye out for those games as being the most watched because the viewership will go up. Then we have December 30th, we have the Orange Bowl. Now you might say, well, wait a minute, the Orange Bowl should be on New Year's, right? Well, that's the one thing about these bowl games, you know, as of late in the past, you know, with the BCS and then the college football playoff and stuff. They've always seemed to want to put the bowl games that are supposed to be like on New Year's are synonymous with New Year's days before. And I think it's because of a scheduling conflict, because if this is on December 30th, then that means, you know, they have to give a day for the grounds clue, uh, <laughs> clue, but the grounds crew, I should say to change the field up for Miami's home game on Sunday. So I think that's why it's being played on the 30th. But it's going to be Tennessee and Clemson. To me, I got to give it. I got to give it to the Volunteers. This was a comeback year. This was a comeback year. This year reminded me of the Volunteers of old. You know, of the days of when Peyton Manning was leading the charge. This was a bounce-back year. And to me... Both them and Clemson have to use this bowl game as a way to saying, you know, this as a way of saying this 
you know, is the first step to next year's national championship. You know, that, you know, that right, that to me is going to be the message they're going to want to send here. They're going to basically have a good game. They're going to have an Orange Bowl Classic because both teams, like I said, are going to want to basically say, look, this this game here is a preview of next year's national championship. You know, that that's my feeling. That's my feeling. Okay, next up, we have Duke May, the Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina State, Maryland. Uh, it should be a good game. Uh, again, I think it's going to be one of those games that's going to be played in the background. People will watch it, you know, when they um, are walking around, taking care of stuff. And it might also be a game that they put on uh, when they go out so that it sounds like somebody's home. It'll be in that vicinity again. Then we have the Sun Bowl. We have UCLA and Pitt. This, to me, will be a decent game. Uh, I think UCLA probably has the advantage to win, but... We'll see, and I think it will be one of the more viewed games because it's on CBS. But um, I also think, even though it'll be one of the more viewed games of the bowl season, I think it's going to be one of them that's going to be in the background and probably played, you know, you know, played on the television while people are out and about, you know, doing stuff. So that's what I see. Then we have the Gator Bowl. North Car- we have the Gator Bowl. We have South Carolina and Notre Dame. It's a big fall from Notre Dame from last year, but so I think what's going to happen is just like I said with Oklahoma, Notre Dame's going to want to use this game as a means to say this was not supposed to happen. This is not what we wanted to be, and they're going to basically take it to the Gamecocks. And I got a feeling the Gamecocks, you, I'm going to put it this way, South Carolina, you need to have your game faces on, and you need to be practicing, you know, so deeply and so hard. That, you know, basically, you know, after this, after your, after this game is done, win or lose, you're going to want to soak your feet for at least the next couple of weeks, you know, because of the practices in this game, because, you know, well, well, yeah, because of your practices and these games, I'm trying to make it sound like I'm not going blah, 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 you know, but basically that's what I feel the Gamecock players are going to have to do, soak their feet for the next several weeks after, you know, the practices leading up to this game and the game itself, because win or lose, they're going to be no, they're going to know they want to fight. Because Notre Dame's going to want to use this as a message of this was not the year supposed we wanted, but uh, this is not the year we wanted, and we're using this as a message to say we're coming back stronger next year. And then we have the Arizona Bowl, Ohio, Wyoming. <sighs> this to me will probably be one of the more least watched bowl games because. Why? Why put it on a service that not everybody has? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have it, but Ballstool? No, 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 no. You're not supposed to have it on something like that that not everybody has. And I do apologize for whatever that was. Uh, but just no. No. So hopefully, you know, the Arizona Bowl community be, is like, you know what? We're not getting attention. We're going back to ESPN. We're going to CBS Sports because Barstool, you ain't doing nothing for us. So hopefully, this will be the last year they're on Barstool. And I say that with all due respect. I'm not saying the service isn't bad or anything, but I'd rather them be on Air. I'd rather them be on Prime Video 
you know, instead of Barstool. But yeah, it's Ohio State, Wyoming. Again, I think it's gonna be one of the least watched games because of what's being broad of who's broadcasting it. And I'm gonna say this: even if people do watch it, if they have the service, again, it'll be one of those games in the background. But it, again, I, it's gonna be one of the least watched polls. I have a feeling. Then we get into New Year's Eve. Here we have the semifinals, the college football playoffs. Michigan and TCU Fiesta Bowl. This will be good. TCU is going to want to prove that even though they lost by a field goal to Kansas State, that basically they can hang with the big boys. And Michigan is probably the biggest you're going to get. And I've got a feeling, I've got a feeling they are going to pull out all the stops. These Michigan's going to come in. They're going to take Let's be honest. Michigan's going to take TCU very seriously. There's no doubt. But this is more of a must win, must, you know, must be. Oh, okay, well, how do I put this? This is more of a must win and must showcase for the Horn Frogs to prove they can hang with the big, bo- the big teams. So this will be a hard hitter. There's no doubt, and it will probably be one of the more viewed bowl games, not just because of the playoff, but because of the fact that this is involving TCU, a school that originally was a wax, historically was Southwest Conference, WAC slash Mountain West, and now it's Big 12. And they're going to want to prove that they can hang with the big boys. So it's going to be hard hitting. Then we have the Peach Bowl, Georgia and Ohio State. This is essentially a home game for Georgia. Excuse me. This is essentially a home game for Georgia. Let's be honest. It is. Atlanta, it's going to be a bulldog country. And Ohio State, they're going to want to bounce back from Michigan blowing them, blowing their brains out, basically, uh, in that rivalry game. They're going to want to bounce back from that. So, to me, so to me, Again, this could be another hard-hitting one. It will be, it will be probably one of the more watched games along with the Fiesta Bowl. But here's what gets interesting too: these games are going to get viewed by many people. There is no doubt because of who's involved and the scenarios that can out, you know come out from it. Because we're either going to get what people are projecting as the Bulldogs and the Wolverines. We could either get you know the Bulldogs and the Horned Frogs. We could either get, you know, um, basically, you know, a rematch from the rivalry that I just mentioned, Michigan and Ohio State. Again, and again, that there is what people are going to want to pay attention because they're going to want to see how the officials, the referees, play in the outcome. Because if there are certain calls going this way and that way towards, you know, towards and against something like, you know, someone like, let's say, TCU and someone like Georgia, then people will start speculating and going like, oh, shit, we know what's happening here. We know what they want to do. And what that's going to do is it's going to take these games being the most viewed, and it's going to equal to the national championship being the less viewed because people will already have seen it coming. They will already seen it coming because of the officials, you know, throwing controversial calls towards TCU and Georgia 
and nobody's going to want to watch a national championship game. Well, basically, the officials are like, here you go, Michigan. Here you go, Ohio State. Enjoy your championship game. Nobody's going to want that. I mean, look, I'm not saying that it's not intriguing that the, one of the biggest, if not the biggest rivalry in college football could potentially be a national championship. But still, you know, to, still, I don't, I don't think it will do the national championship any favors if that happens. So these games are going to be probably the most watched out of all the entire college bowl games. But not just because of the teams involved, but because of what the outcome could be due to the officials. Because people are going to keep an eye on those officials, guaranteed. So hopefully the NCAA takes that into consideration. And they're like, okay, we need to make sure we have unbiased officials, you know, inexperienced officials on the field. So maybe they'll make a deal with the NFL and say, let's have your best in here. That's, you know, can do this game, call these games right down the middle. So, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what the outcomes will be from that. Then we have the Music City Bowl, Iowa and Kentucky. To me, this is a game that both schools have to use as a way of saying, we are, we are here. You know, we are, we are here. We are ready to play. And it has to be a statement game for them to say, you know, this, this game here, could potentially be a New Year's Day 6 game next year. That's how I'm looking at it. That's how I'm looking at it. So, it'll be a good game, no doubt. And then we have the Sugar Bowl. Alabama, Kansas State. Again, just like I said earlier with Liberty Bowl, I'm definitely going to be watching this because, hey, I spent, you know, years in the Midwest, about, I would say, 13 years so to me, New Year's Eve, I've got got to watch this. I know it's going to come on at 9. I don't know what my schedule will be if I'm off that day. I'll try to probably request it off, but that might be difficult. But hopefully it might work. Who knows? But I am definitely going to try to keep and kind of watch this game on replay if I can. But this will be good. Because Alabama is, you know, they're in a New Year's Day 6 game, but they're not where they want to be. And Kansas State wants to prove that they can be among the elite again. So this here, along with the two semifinals, is going to be the more watched game of New Year's Eve. There is no doubt. And then the day after New Year's, January 2nd, because New Year's is on a Sunday and that's reserved for the NFL, we have the Real Quest Bowl, formerly the Outback Bowl and Hall of Fame Bowl. At Mississippi State, Illinois, be a good game. Be one of those that's in the background, you know, as you're probably getting ready, packing up to go back home and all that. Be one of those kind of games that you might even turn on the radio for or your your phone for to, to watch. Then we have the Citrus Bowl, LSU and Purdue. Again, falls in that category. is one of those games that you're going to watch. Arch, you know, have in the background and watch as you're getting yourself ready to, you know, go about your day, probably get ready to travel back home. Or it'll be one of them that you watch on your phone, you listen to on the radio while you're traveling home or you're traveling by plane. Then we have the Cotton Bowl, USC and Tulane. To me, again, this will be one, uh, like, like I mentioned with TCU, 
and everything. I think this will be one of the more watched games because Tulane has never been in this kind of a situation ever. You know, they used to be a Mac school. They used to be Conference USA, and now they're the AAC champions. I mean, can't get any better than that. And you're going up against an established school in USC who, you know, before Friday was projected to be in the playoffs. And now they're in the Cotton Bowl. So, yeah, USC and Tulane ought to be a good game. And I think Tulane's going to want to use this as a, you know, a stepping stone from a national level to say, hey, we're, we're just as good as any, anybody else out there. We're just as good as anybody else out there. So, expect Tulane to pull out all the stops against the Trojans. Then we have Utah and Penn State. Utah back in the Rose Bowl again. Uh, Utah, I think, was projected for maybe the Holiday Bowl or the Alamo Bowl before this. Uh, but that's all changed. And they're taking on Penn State. Again, a team that was kind of in you know, the playoff picture. Didn't go the way they wanted. And both schools, I think, are going to put on a Rose Bowl Classic here. I don't know if they played each other last year or what. Let me let me check. Let me let me check here, guys. I don't know if they played each other last year or the beginning of this year. Oh, no, it was Ohio State that they faced. So, yeah, Utah's going back. Then this time they're facing Penn State. And I think Utah's going to want to avenge the three-point loss to Ohio State against Penn State. But Penn State, you know, again, they're going to want to prove that this was an off year. And they're going to about that this was an off year for them. And that they're going to want to use the Rose Bowl as a, as a way to not only get another Rose Bowl trophy, you know, in the position... But also use it as a way to say, yeah, you know, next year will be different and we will be in the playoffs. And I think Utah wants to do the same thing. Utah wants to prove, hey, we could hang not only with the big boys like we did last year with Ohio State, but we can also beat them. And hey, we could be considered for a playoff run too. And then, of course, the last one will be the College Football National Championship on the 9th from SoFi. So, overall, when I look at all these games, you notice that for, st- for some of them, if not most of them, I keep saying that they'll be turned on, but in the background, I don't know, where people will watch them on occasions and then go back to doing their thing. That, me saying that right there, is my way of saying, and the, my way of looking at the fact that this will be one of the most viewed bowl mania bowl seasons ever. Because every game is going to have people wanting to tune in just to see, you know, how these teams play against each other in this in these environments, you know, and how they probably use said bowl games, you know, as a way to establish the fact that next year they will be better, you know. Hold on for a sec. Eating some soup again. I do apologize. 
well, like I said, people are going to tune into each and every one of them in some some way or form, just to see how these teams match up with each other, and also to see the intrigue of how these teams use each bowl game as a way to send a message of next year will be better. And for some teams, like let's say Kansas, they're going to say, "Hey, you know that five and zero start that's that we had? Guess what?" That's the that's the first step to a be, to the beginning of a new era in KU football, and we're going to use this game against Arkansas the Liberty Bowl as a mess to send, as a way to send the message of hey look out Big Twelve we're for real. So so yeah, you know that's why a lot of these games are going to be tuned in, listened to. And watched and watched and uh, listened. Well, like I said, listened and watched and tuned into in some capacity. You know, because of like I said, how people want to see how these teams match up against each other, but also the intrigue of how each team, you know, uses the bowl games to send a message of be uh, of the fact that next year, not only will we better, but it will be their year. That next year will be their year to be looked at in a major, major way. So that's how I that's how I view each of these games, in my opinion. That's how I view each of these games for next year. But that's just my opinion. What do you guys think? Let me know what your thoughts are down below in the comments and everything. Love to hear what your thoughts are for each of the bowl games. And do you agree that this will be the most watched bowl season ever for college football because I think it will be. I think it will be. But let me know in the comment section uh, below. This will be a podcast. Ver- there will be a audio podcast version of this um, as well. But let me know what your thoughts. Let me know what your thoughts are, guys. Love to hear from each and every one of you. Like the video. Hit the subscribe button as well as the notification button to know when new content will arrive on my channel. Also, support me at Patreon.com at BWRoses at the $1, $3 tier. Also, at my Teespring store for merchandise you can't get anywhere else in time for Christmas. Or just in time for Christmas, I should say. Also, check me out at BWRoses Discussions, all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora, where you will get a podcast version of this, uh, along with the eight new podcasts I put up just recently. As well as check me out at Vimo at BWRoses for content you can't get here on YouTube. Also, check me out at divanart.com, that's BVW1979. And support me at Venmo at Brian-1-2 and cash up at BWRoses98. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are on this. Do you agree, like I said, do, do you agree with me, like I said, that this will be one of the most viewed uh, college bowl seasons ever? You know, due to the fact that, as I mentioned, people will have the games on, but not, you know, like, fully paying attention, but have them on enough to where they'll watch and see what's going on based on how the teams match up with each other, as well as the intrigue to see how these teams use each bowl game as a way to send a message of, hey, next year, excuse me there, will be our year. Let me know what your thoughts are. Comment below, live chat, uh, well, you could have live chatted uh, in, in there, but let me know in the comments below. And until next time, guys, I will talk to you later. And like I said, 